0: Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome to the Otis Only podcast. Uh, Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, uh, and I would like uh, this person to uh, introduce themselves. Uh, All
1: right. Yeah. Uh, My name is Jordan Knight, um, and I'm a motion designer, animator, uh, Brooklyn, local. But uh, yeah.
0: So, uh, Jordan, I I just have. how, How did you end up in New York City? Uh, how did how do you go from where wherever you're from to New York City
1: so it was kind of a matter of convenience mm-hmm. um I went to school in Savannah Georgia um I'm from Saratoga but uh, I really wanted to kind of try out a new state and mm-hmm. move a bit farther away so I tried at Georgia and after Georgia I moved back to New York for a little bit um and uh After about two weeks out of school, I luckily had a friend who just happened to have a job in New York and they needed some help. And so I said, fuck it, I'm going to go to New York. And Mm. I didn't intend to really stay in the state, but it just kind of worked out that way. And I've been in Brooklyn ever since.
0: Mm. And what was the difference for you between uh, Georgia and New York City and Saratoga?
1: The difference, just like in general or career Yeah, well, wise? for
0: you, for you as uh, you know, someone living there and you know, uh, you know, finding your yourself. Like, what led you from Saratoga to Georgia, you know, to New York?
1: <laughs> Definitely, yeah, it's a, a bit of a crazy journey. Um, I, I trying to, I think I I left Saratoga, um, just out of a need of necessity and being really, like feeling really like underexposed. And so I just really wanted to try something, you know, like art school. Um, So I went to Georgia knowing it was a really good school there. um, And that was really interesting. And I kind of learned a lot about myself there. And it was a lot of self-discovery and figuring, you know, what I wanted in life and what I wanted in my career. And then New York kind of became like the professional side of that. And I'm still kind of just trying to figure myself out personally here, which Mm. has been a journey, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: So when it comes to like animation, uh, how, like, uh, how did you, how did you realize, Oh, I want to do animation. Uh, you know, was there a specific uh, television show you watched or, you know, a figure in your life?
1: You know, it was, it was a bit of everything. Um, i I can't even say that animation was strictly something that I was really driven towards. Mm-hmm. I was always a really big film buff mm-hmm. my My family loved watching movies, going to the movies. Um, I really liked art in high school and i I think that was that was a section of my life that I just found the most passion in and mm-hmm. When it came to like finding a place to go to school, I was like you know, I I can kind of combine these two interests and I think I would feel really good about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it worked out. I mean, animation kind of is one of those things that really exists in a lot of different forms of media and I can really dive into different like territories with it. And I find that really interesting and really fun. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't like have a lot of limitations. Um, And yeah, it's, it's been good. It's been great so far. I mean, that's bound to change, you know, the elder I get, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's been good.
0: So do you do a lot of work for yourself or uh, do you take commissions?
1: Yeah, I mostly do freelance. I've been, uh, my first job in New York was, uh, I was actually graphic designing for a beer distribution company, which was pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> and then after that, I was like, I'm not working for, uh, I want to work for myself now. I, I I think I need to branch out and get better work, meet better people and try to network myself. And Mm. I kind of fell into freelance. So I've been doing that since about 2017. And, Mm. um, through that I've had just like little clients and kind of, uh, all over the place. Like I've worked on documentaries, I've worked on commercials. Um, And this year has kind of been really good and also kind of strange in a lot of other ways, thanks to the pandemic. But yeah, it's, it's growing and becoming, it's kind of evolving as the years go on.
0: Uh, So, you know, when you switched over freelance and I I know that, uh, you know, people who listen to this, you know, a a lot of us are, are freelancers. So what was like the the biggest takeaway when you switch, you went from working for someone to freelancing? Uh, what did you what did you have to learn that you didn't know prior to working for yourself?
1: Oof, so much. I, taking the plunge is the hardest part, for sure. Um, I did a lot of reading and I I knew that freelancing was going to be the kind of lifestyle that I wanted. I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to manage my time and my money and, and my um my the content of my work and how good i'm able to do that work um in my own space mm-hmm. and uh, um so i read i read some books on it i read a lot of articles i tried to join some networking groups um and it actually came down to uh, i was working at that beer distribution center um awful place miserable <laughs> super depressing uh horribly sexist and mm. it was just getting to the peak of insanity and i left work one day and broke my ankle um mm. in front of the parking lot and I, I couldn't uh go to work for three months so i was like screw this mm. i i'm not gonna drag my ass to this awful place yeah I have to try to you know start meeting people and start just freelancing at least mm. while i have this time that i'm gonna have to like rest my ankle yeah so that's what I did and that was kind of my initiative to jump into it and it it was like a lot of learning on the go and mm-hmm. I was lucky to find this um this group in Brooklyn and and New York in general who is a they're like a collective of kind of they started animators but now they're more mm-hmm. so a collective of just um underrepresented animators I would say oh so beautiful and yeah and they've they've done like a lot of great work and just we they hosted like monthly brunches and they have mm. like a forum that you can talk on and ask questions and i met mm. wonderful people in there who were able to kind of show me the ropes a little bit and through them i was able to get gigs and uh they were able to like you know drop my name to places that they worked and mm. yeah and everything kind of kick started from there mm.
0: Uh, so how has the pandemic affected your freelance
1: it's it's been hit or miss um for the first couple of months it was really weird uh and then uh it kind of plateaued a little bit the first mm. couple of months i think people were just kind of in a panic like yeah if we're not going into our jobs then what do we have but mm-hmm. um fortunately as a freelancer my job kind of doesn't rely on a location necessarily so it was an easier transition for me um people in office obviously it was a bit more hectic and chaotic Mm -hmm. but uh the work has been good it's been um every i think the hardest part honestly is keeping in contact with people and staying in touch with people i know for me i find it easiest to get work when I'm actively like socially engaging with people like going to events and even going to like bars hanging out with people and friends Mm -hmm. of people and I'm able to uh, get work that way and that's kind of been I've kind of been relying on clients that I've just had for Mm -hmm. the last couple years yeah which has been okay but um, I think I'm getting to a point where I want to do more work and I want to meet more people mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how to do that mm-hmm. um so yeah it's been a lot of <laughs> taking into consideration what, what we have and trying to figure out where to go from there
0: yeah uh so new york city for you uh is is there something about are you planning on staying in new york city for the long term or is it you know as of as of right now as you establish yourself
1: You know, I, um, this is a daily question for me. (laughs) (laughs) New York is great. And I love New York. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, it is stressful and there's this energy about it that is like, you know, this work yourself to death kind of energy and the people here are really feeling like they have to Mm -hmm. give their all to be something. And I know that's eventually just inevitably lends to, um, ends in burnout yeah Uh, and I've definitely been feeling a bit of that a little less like once I'm isolating myself for a long period of time like this but I think I think I I like it for this time that I need to kind of get my name out there and meet people and I I do kind of want to still do that so I think I'll wait out the pandemic and hopefully I'll get some semblance of like what is small talk again, mm-hmm. uh, and, then, and then maybe consider my options from there. But I wouldn't mind, you know, traveling. Um, I want to see other big cities for sure. Mm. Uh, but it it'll it'll be interesting to see how the industry kind of evolves after this, because yeah. now that people don't rely on in office experiences, mm. and people know that. Being remote is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Like, will people be allowed to kind of travel and be remote for the, yeah. you know, upcoming years? Um, so, yeah, I guess it's all kind of uh, we'll have to see <laughs> we'll yeah. have to find out.
0: Well, that that's a very interesting point because it, you know, I have been thinking about that a lot too, and it gets to a point where you have to question uh, this this hourly work rate that we you know we function on. You know, where you, you go in for x amount of hours. Uh, when in reality you know for if you go in for eight hours you you do what your you know your job is probably in two and you're sitting around for six
1: oh, yeah uh, yeah
0: so so uh, I, I I believe in a, like a goal oriented work workplace uh, so I'm hoping you know that you know that's one of the transitions uh, but you know speaking on that uh, what 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 evolution uh, do you do you see coming you know more broadly?
1: You know, I don't just in in the industry or in work and freelance.
0: And yeah, in industry and in work, uh, you know, uh, in New York City, due to the pandemic.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm already we're seeing changes. I mean, um, a lot of at least some of the companies, some of the smaller companies that I know, are yeah. kind of giving up on their rent and kind of just hmm. sticking to, um, you know, being remote for the time being. A lot of huge companies like. I got a friend who works for CBS and they don't yeah. even have any future plan within 2021 of coming back. They're they're still kind of trying to figure out and ride this thing and see what happens. So mm-hmm. um it's interesting cuz a, a lot of the people who I know who work for bigger companies have kind of moved home. They've moved to so, you know they've bought houses in like the midwest for mm. and, but they're still working here oh, wow. um so it's like it's interesting because i wonder what will happen to mm. cost of living and mm. um like the the kind of payment that you get here in new york is so much different yeah. than you would like upstate yeah uh, What's what happens when you none of your workers are in new york you yeah. know they, they can't really argue for that cost of living benefit mm. um but will that even be a problem? Who knows? Yeah. So it's it's concerning, but it's kind of interesting. I, this is we've never seen something like this. So it'll be it'll be yeah. interesting to see where it takes us.
0: No, definitely. And even because uh, you, you brought up the, the cost of living and, I, I, you know, I, I've yet to think about it in the way that, you know, you have people, you know, individual workers, you know, living out of state, working in state. Right. And, you know, like when it comes to, you know, like there's been a big spat about, you know, like tax, you know, reductions, you know, due to coronavirus. And, you know, we have a surplus of people we could tax, you know, for, you know, the initiatives we need. But the fear is, you know, from, you know, people who would call themselves the establishment that, oh, well, these, you know, these people that we would tax, will move to New Jersey. Well, they still do business here, sweetie. So. Right. So what are you what are you talking about? Exactly. Uh, but oh okay, I, I love that. Uh but what 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 would you, I, I looked through uh your Instagram uh and it's like it what would you call your art style? Uh because <laughs> there there's something more to it than anything else I've seen. Uh some some of the photos, you know, uh you know, pop out to you in a way that, you know, they're they might be in the room with you. So like uh, how did you develop this art style? What what would you call it? yeah
1: I mean I wouldn't even say I have a style at this point it's hard to even think that I can really settle on one um Mm -hmm. especially with animation just because the kind of work I do on a daily basis um is so different like with Mm -hmm. clients uh so I I know what I like and I like kind of like a sci-fi techie vibe I like Mm. kind of I really like sort of ethereal looking illustrations i like trippy illustrations yeah um i'm kind of all over the place with my interests so i'm sort of ever evolving in that Mm. aspect um but i i'm trying to embark on like a new like daily art journey where i'm Mm. trying to like stick to creating like a style frame per day so i'm Mm -hmm. i'm kind of just trying out new styles every day to see which ones kind of stick and if they don't stick then fine for me it kind of works to my benefit at least in my field of work so yeah
0: um
1: yeah I don't know I can't really say that I I can really stick to anything <laughs>
0: mm. but so, um, yeah on on the, the the sci-fi element you know uh yeah what 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 do you pull from the most because there are, there are so many sci-fi things and you know from our generation that you know but probably stick to us all. So, uh, what are yours? Star Trek, uh, Oof, Star um, Wars. Uh, I you know. I
1: mean, I love I love weird shit. The weirder, the better. Uh, <laughs> hard to say. I just watched. Um, I just got a Criterion Collection <laughs> uh, subscription for the streaming service, and I've been oh, watching uh, Solaris, um, Solaris, which is, it's a kind of a heavy one to get through. But it's like a it's like a really I think it's a I think it's Russian. Or is it really? Ch- maybe check. What What um, is it about? It's like a, a a bunch of uh alien astronauts. They're in space, and essentially, um, their memories are coming back in physical forms. Oh wow! And it's like a, it's kind of one of those movies that takes a bit to get through because it's like kind of like. it's it's heavy kind of existential vibe there's not a whole lot of music it's like really kind of you feel like a sense of dread but it's like it's about the feeling you know but um
0: yeah from 1972
1: yeah i think so yeah yeah i'm looking
0: at it right now this looks incredibly interesting wow
1: yeah it's based on a book um i watched another one of his movies uh i'm trying to remember it's called um, another like very existential mm-hmm. kind of spacey vibe but takes place in like a, kind of like an abandoned wasteland yeah. um, and it's they're all they're, they're really good but they, they're heavy to get through it's like it's one of those things like really it's about the mood more than anything yeah. and the visuals are absolutely yeah. gorgeous um, yeah it's it's fantastic
0: so uh, on existentialism uh, is that something that, uh, you know, you feel a connection to a- as an ism? Oh,
1: yeah, uh, absolutely. As an artist why, <laughs> in why, general. Why is that?
0: Because, I, because I, I've been looking into Donald Glover, Child Gambino. Yeah. Uh, and he has a project called Clapping for the Wrong Reasons. And he has a song uh, called 3005. Right. And people think it's a love song, but it's actually about, you know, the, that existential crisis we have inside ourselves. Uh, so what is your connection to it?
1: I I don't even know exactly what my connection to it is. I mean, it's a human, it's a human thing to yeah. always be questioning yourself and mm-hmm. be questioning your environment and just like you know, it's hard to really grasp <laughs> that we exist, especially in a time like now when you yeah. know the world has kind of been topped on, on its head and yeah. we're just trying to figure ourselves out. And I think everyone has been doing a whole lot of self-reflection um movies like that and content like that just really resonates Mm -hmm. um and even even when you don't really know exactly where it's resonating from it's just very very human yeah yeah yeah
0: well uh you know before you know uh we're, we're rounding out on the 20 minutes uh so before we we end this uh what sort of uh music inspires you
1: Woof. I mean, I'm I'm all over the place really. Uh mm. I've been listening to a playlist my friend gave me lately with a lot of uh car seat headrest on it. Mm. Um <laughs> a lot of existential like sappy sad girl indie okay, songs yeah. lately. Uh some some girl in reg, a little bit mm. heavily yeah. heavily on that. Um yeah, I don't know. I I I haven't been listening to a whole lot of music lately. I've been listening mm. to um this YouTube series analog journal, or it's just like this DJ who kind of uh, goes and does like an hour of uh, his record collection. And it'll be anything from like 70s Japanese funk to like Czech new wave, whatever. Um, And that's kind of just like a a zen music to Mm. work to. And yeah, I like stuff like that. Oh,
0: amazing. All right. So where can people find you? Uh, how can they get in contact for you uh, with you? And, you know, um, please leave them with a message.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can see some of my work on my website, uh, Jordan uh, And I have work on my Instagram. Um, all of my handles are JJ Knight art. Um, you can contact me by email. JJ Knight at gmail.com, And yeah, that's it.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me today uh, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Yeah, thank you. All All right. Bye.